0: by Sports Interaction, Canada's sports book.
1: It's March Mania at Sports Interaction, NHL, NBA, MLB, and of course, March Madness, and so much more. It's Bananas. Play Pinata Picks and Minute Madness, exclusive games with insane odds that you can't play anywhere else. Make your next bet with Sports Interaction. Download the app in Ontario using the QR code at the bottom of the screen or head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn to get started. 19 plus, please play responsibly hello everybody and welcome back to game over ottawa probably going to be a very depressing episode tonight after how that game ended how are you feeling tonight charlie
0: uh pass
1: <laughs> yeah yeah totally fair this is a this is a rough one to come come on stream and uh try to talk about um However, before we get into ranting about tonight's game, which I'm sure there will be lots of ranting to be done, I, I have something weird in the background here that I need to address with, uh, with a little bit of a shout-out as well. So, uh, last night I went to the Sens & Leafs game uh, with my girlfriend Gwen and her friends Harmony and Sarah. And Harmony and Sarah are a couple who, Sarah is a Sens fan and Harmony is a Leafs fan. And they, uh, Harmony made, work. yeah, Harmony made a little <laughs> bit of a bet with uh, with me that I believe it was if the Leafs won the season series against the Sens, so if the Sens had been able to beat them yesterday, it would have been a tie, but uh, the Leafs ended up taking the season series 3-1, to one. Uh, and it was that I had to do some sort of Leafs related thing on the stream. I'm just glad that it didn't end up being that I had to uh, wear a Leafs jersey because I would never have been able to live that down. I would have hated doing that. This is not so bad. But anyways, the weird shirt in the background is a uh, Ottawa Senators t-shirt with 13 Sundin on the back, as you can tell. It's a, it's a It might be a little hard to see the Sens logo at the top there, but obvious Sens logo on the front too. And uh, so... Harmony, who's the Leafs fan, had gotten this as kind of like a joke gift for uh, Sarah, her girlfriend. And then there is also a Alfredson number 11 Leafs t-shirt uh, that Sarah got for Harmony. So <laughs> absolutely cursed shirts that exist here. And uh, I so I lost that little bet. Had to put this one up in the background. That uh, Senator's Sundin shirt. How does it make you feel,
0: Charlie? Looking at it's like you know when they like uncover um like old t-shirts and like oh, hats that say like champion and it's the yeah. losing team in the final it's like that but so much worse Oh that's funny
1: yeah uh, all that all that cursed merch that just exists there's probably uh some Senators 2007 Stanley Cup champions merch somewhere out there just uh in in foreign countries like that they just got rid of it they, they banished I don't it away from North what America what makes me more
0: upset that or the like, 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 up like seeing an 07 Stanley Cup champ shirt or that Sundin shirt. I don't know which one is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm glad it was the Sundin shirt that I have here though and not the Leafs Alfredson one though, because that one, oh, that's yeah, makes me more yeah, angry. Like, worse. as much as uh, Sundin is a complete uh, Leafs legend and we're not supposed to like him, at least if he was on the Sens, that would have been cool. Uh, compared to if Alfredson was on the Leafs, that's a dystopian nightmare.
0: Yeah, um, I I can't even like talk to Red Wings fans, so like that's all they have. Like the only thing I hate, really hate about the Red Wings is just Alfie's last season, which we don't talk about. <laughs>
1: if if yeah. if
0: it had been an issue, if it had been like a scenario where either one of Sundin or Alfie do that final year in the opposite Ontario team, like it's bad enough between Sens and Leafs fans already. It, 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 that would be a whole new oh, level. That would be horrifying. Um, and I don't even really want to think about even.
1: We almost have a little bit of that with Spezza having gone to the Leafs, but at least he went to another team before that. So it's not like he went there directly after like being close to finishing his career with the Sens. So it's not as bad, right?
0: Yeah, actually, I, I was watching the game with uh, my friend Austin, who was on the show last night, and they showed Spezza... Um, with the management, and he says, how, how does that like how do you feel about that? Because, like, does it like how, is Spets a ruin for you? And I think <laughs> because Spetsa was never the guy on the team, I think it, it's probably not quite as bad. Um, just because like there was always someone overshadowing him, whether it was Alfie or Carlson. Um, mm-hmm. even when he was even when Spetsa was captain for one season, like Carlson was obviously the guy. Um, but like. <sighs> I think part of me is just upset because this is going to sound very petty and it is, but there's something that I love so much about the hometown players who grew up loving the Leafs, not going and playing for them. Yeah. Uh, because every time someone does it, Leaf fans suddenly go, oh, we're going to get all of them. Um, (laughs) yeah. Stamkos. So Stamkos and Dowdy and all that, all those talks. So, um, but you know what, like honestly, I'm just happy for Spezza that he got to play for his childhood team. Uh even as annoying as it is that players are taking league men to play with the Leafs. Um whatever. Like it's fine. Um he can he can make his drop passes with the Leafs and his career is fine.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree that it's uh a ton of mixed feelings about Spezza, but uh yeah, so that's uh, the explanation for the cursed imagery that is behind me today uh once again, a shout out to Harmony and Sarah for uh, for this uh, funny little thing that we had going on there. And uh, maybe the Sens will be able to take the Leafs in the season series next year. I sure hope so, because uh, it's uh, th- it was mostly close games against them this year, so I'm not too mad about it. Like, I still had an absolutely great, t- uh, great time at the game last night. Had lots of fun, despite uh, the Sens not even scoring, which is a little bit torturous. But at least it wasn't a complete blowout, so I couldn't have been too mad about that.
0: Tell you what, here's here's the trade off. Leafs can take the season series again next year when the Sens take the playoff series.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll take that. We'll Go take that. that. We'll we'll meet them in round 1 next year and then we know yeah. uh, what the Leafs like to do in round 1.
0: <laughs> Unless it's against the Sens.
1: Yeah, but hey, but that was <laughs> oh, uh that was almost 20 years ago now. So we know what the current Leafs like to do in round 1.
0: That's true. Although I mean the current Leafs it depends. It, I, listen, I don't want to start defending the Leafs, but I do need to. I do need to, uh, like, you know, point out the fact and and accept the fact that there is a little bit of cherry picking with this and that. Like, oh, that was like twenty years ago. The Leafs were doing that, and what do we talk about? What the Leafs have been doing for the past twenty years? So <laughs> it's it's there's there's a little bit of a little bit of pettiness and favoritism, but I think that's half the fun of of sports anyway so yeah um, all are cool and, and leafs are poo uh, exactly i Ivan agree brochensky always so. good
1: to uh to have a spirited rivalry going on so we we got yeah. a little bit of that yesterday and leaking over into the show today but that's probably enough talk about the leafs on an ottawa say, show we're... <laughs> considering you would have talked about the leafs last night so on to the game Against the Blue Jackets here tonight and uh, Corey in the chat saying that only Chicago and San Jose fans are happy about this game, which is probably right. Probably like the Columbus fans in the building tonight were probably psyched for that uh, overtime comeback win, but uh, probably a lot of fans as well for Columbus probably don't want to be seeing any wins at this point in the season either, right?
0: Yeah, they're probably like heading home being all like, "Oh, that was awesome. That was great." And then they start thinking about it a little bit and they go, "Oh."
1: Yeah, they're doing the the mm. reverse standings watch from us instead of looking at the Wild yeah. Card race. They're looking at the the race to the bottom and it's actually become a pretty tight race uh with that win, Columbus moves out of last place. They're tied with Anaheim and then Chicago is 2 points back in last place. So it's uh it's getting a little spicy down there in the Bedard sweepstakes, or at least for uh the, the draft lottery odds.
0: The only the only thing I can take away from the Sens losing to bad teams is in the back of my mind I go, I hope those are the points that keep you from Bedard. But Columbus is actually one of the few teams I'd be very okay with winning mm-hmm. the top pick. Yeah. Um so this is kind of a lose lose uh scenario <laughs> for for sense fans or sense fans who who absolutely want to see uh, Bedard go anywhere other than Chicago, at least. So
1: yeah, I think when I look at like the bottom five in the league, obviously no one wants to see him go to Chicago. No one likes Chicago except for their own fans at this point. Um, sense fans, we had that a little bit of beef with Anaheim. I'm sure a lot of people are still bitter about that. So I wouldn't really want to see yeah. him there. Although it would be interesting to have uh Bedard in the same division as McDavid that would be fun although I would prefer to see it on the Sharks if that were to happen
0: no um, no no because no. remember like no 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 because McDavid's going to the Leafs
1: oh that's right yeah, that's only right. a couple years so he's got to go home
0: just like the Habs, and then the Sens are never gonna make the playoffs again ever yeah um, yeah
1: if Bedard goes to the Habs that's uh that's gonna be freaking horrible um so we need to a nightmare, but Could need... you
0: imagine a division? Could you imagine a division carried <laughs> well, I don't by want Matthews to. Bedard and Stutzla? It'd be a war I every don't want single to imagine night. It. And every even, single
1: night. Even Tage Thompson on Buffalo, too, and their multiple number one overall picks on defense. Like, holy oh, crap.
0: Tampa, the mm. top end, like Florida's top end, like. <laughs> And Boston uh, just
1: never uh, falling off a cliff, just signing Bergeron to a $1 million contract for the next five years, and he's still good the whole time. Yeah,
0: and, you know, and you know Detroit's going to figure it out. But yeah,
1: they will. They've got this, the
0: pieces. This division is never...
1: Yeah, so oh, anyway, sorry, we need Bedard to... <laughs> to go to the Blue Jackets, regardless of what you think. We, just from a sentence perspective, get him on the Blue Jackets or in the Western Conference, uh, in
0: my opinion. I don't hate San Jose. Yeah, that would be fun.
1: Hey, and if they keep Carlson, Bedard and Carlson, could you imagine that?
0: Oh, that'd be so fun. That would be so, so fun.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I uh, I am a little bit biased, because... I don't, I probably haven't even mentioned this on the show all year because I didn't cover either of the previous Columbus games, but Columbus is actually my second team. So I'm a little bit biased in wanting them to get Bedard. Like him, you would just slot him in instantly with uh, Goudreau and Line probably, and that would just be, that that would have to be a good line. There's no way that could that's fail. insane mm-hmm. or that's
0: absolutely nuts
1: or if not uh, playing him with liney then playing him with Kirill Marchenko who we saw sniping on the sends for the overtime winner tonight. He's a he's a completely uh, beast rookie as well. He actually he's only played half the season and he has one more goal than Shane Pinto now as a rookie
0: wow yeah let me check okay
1: let me check his exact games play Jeez. This point. it's 50 okay. 52 games he has 21 goals and four assists so this guy is a pure sniper
0: oh Cy Young numbers right there yeah That's literally. The, yeah
1: so uh wow. so Columbus has the pieces I'd like to see them add Bedard to it but uh <laughs> they and they need some more big names considering some of the names that they were uh throwing out there tonight which we might get into a little bit later I'm, I'm not gonna pull it up now yet because I want to get more into the details of the game but I did come up with a list of uh, players who were playing for Columbus tonight who Charlie may or may not know their names and then I threw in a few fake names as well that I want to see if he will be able to pick them out so (laughs) we'll get to that a little bit later but we have to rant about the Sens performance overall here and I feel like in the end it's not entirely Cam Talbot's fault but if he showed up to play in the first period, I think this game would have played out a little bit differently, eh?
0: Yeah, so not including when he came into the third uh last last night. His last two starts. Um that's what four I can do math. Uh four, eight, eight goals on thirty three shots?
1: Something like that. And the run like way allowed him
0: now. Like, yeah, fuck it. Just, just, just give Sogard and Maralinen or Mandelazi or whoever. Like, just, just, just run with because, like, 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 even if the Sens were like in it still, like, over like the like one percent chance or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I, they might be out after by the end of the tonight. Who knows? Might be. Um, like at this point, even even if that even if like the standings weren't so close to being set in stone at this point, um, just with all the injuries, like at this like just see what you got for next year. And um I I am so upset with Cam Talbot, like genuinely I am so so stark stark difference. Um, wow. the last game we did together was Philly, and I said off the top of that show that I have never written so many notes. Um, this and that was, was a very upsetting game. This is the yeah. This is as, as a game that's just as if not more upsetting. I can't decide which, um, but pretty close. Uh, I have three, I have three lines of notes, and one of them is just Talbot sucks. He sucks so damn bad. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't revisit. <laughs> like
1: mm-hmm.
0: awful. Um, I don't even know what what's going on. Like. Was he also rushed back from injury? Maybe knowing the Sens' uh, medical staff this season, like that's more likely than not, because there's no way Greg is is fully healed. No way. Mm-hmm. Um, so. He played
1: well tonight, though. At least got an assist for. Oh yeah, Ridley Greg. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but yeah, the run for Talbot uh, in in the first period tonight after he allowed the first two shots. It's if you exclude like the four shots or whatever it was that the Leafs got in the third period yesterday, where they really weren't trying to score. I don't really remember Talbot make any big saves in that game. No. It's it's like six goals on like sixteen, fifteen or sixteen shots at that point in the first period oh. when he allows those two. If you combine the Flyers game in this game, it's just it's unplayable. Like ECHL goalies, if you just pluck them and put them in, they would not do that bad. Like. And we've, we've seen Mandelizzi and Ferguson be able to pull amazing performances out of their ass. And we've seen Cam Talbot play better than this, this season too, which is what frustrates right. me the yeah. most. I still remember that game against the Bruins where he made like 50 saves and we won in the shootout. And I was hyping him up so much on that show. I was so excited. I'm like, he, this guy is actually showing why Dorian traded for him. And now he is showing why he doesn't deserve a raise on his next contract in the off season.
0: I think he's showing he doesn't deserve a contract. Period. Like I, th- I, think, I think I sent you a message. I said I said Talbot's playing in Europe next year. Yeah. Like who who takes a chance on him at this point? Like does anyone really like? I mean, maybe like there's someone who needs to hit the floor or something. Yeah, like
1: Arizona maybe. I, I,
0: like maybe I, I don't know who
1: who take. Although they got Devin Levi yeah, coming we, in now, so never mind. They that's got their, true. They got their young kids. So coming yeah, out.
0: Like Anderson's gotta retire after this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so doesn't even
1: make sense. Well, you know what? Chicago Still. will get him. Like how they picked up Mirazik purposely yeah. because Mirac was bad, though he'll go to they'll get Talbot next. They'll be like they see this performance of like, ah, oh, we we could use that.
0: What's Talbot's numbers on the season now?
1: They they must have tanked big time in the last couple games. <sighs>
0: Because here's the thing. I don't know if they've been adjusted for tonight yet, but yeah, maybe still not. 902. I don't think they have. I think I remember seeing 902
1: before the game, and then they definitely dropped. Uh, before the game, dropped. Yeah. Um, right. The thing that sucks for me is that for like 60% of the season, I think until Talbot got injured, uh, not this time, but the previous time, like Talbot had a much higher mm. save percentage than Forsberg for most of the season so yeah he it feels like he's just fallen off and i i don't want to uh like ever speculate on what a player might be feeling like mentally but i kind of wonder if he's a little bit checked out on this team like there's been rumors of uh the team approaching him to want to re-sign him and it hasn't gone anywhere at all and i kind of feel like he just kind of has one foot out, out the door and he, he's maybe not putting in his best effort in these last couple games that's just like that's me reading into it a little bit but i feel like that's a possibility
0: i mean, I don't know how you explain how like beyond awful someone's been mm-hmm. the last few games um also apparently so apparently hockey db has updated already and it's just 900 even which i can't believe
1: yeah i thought it would have dropped by more because tonight's percentage was an 818 in the final
0: i can't believe it's it's 900 even uh which actually out of the uh would you like to guess now at that nine hundred out of the seven goalies who have played for the Sens? Where does that put him? His even nine hundred. Where is that out of the six, or, or sorry, out of the seven goalies that oh, have
1: played? Oh, um, uh, probably second last. I think Sogard's is worse. Is that uh, okay, so
0: I, I do need to I do need to say quickly that.
1: Are we Wait, including say... the guys like uh, Mandalese and Ferguson who only played a couple games? Yeah, because obviously they're really reason... up there.
0: Okay. Hold on, sorry, I am so confused because it's including, um, it's including Marilyn, and even though it says oh games played one but zero saves, well, so he's... yeah, that's Never not right. even a so, it's not even a game point. Yeah. So no, okay, so yeah, don't don't even include that. So out of the <laughs> six that have played. I think he I think his um,
1: percentage is second worst other than Sogard. Yeah. Which is funny because Sogard has been better than him lately. Sogard oh, just for sure, yeah. He just got those stats tanked in the uh, Chicago and Vancouver games and then other than that
0: Yeah, he's yeah, been Sogard pretty good lately. Um Forsberg with a 902 uh and then yeah, the the three goalies, uh, Ferguson, Helberg and Mandelazi who combined for a total of 6 games um yeah ferguson 940 oh yeah Helber Helberg. had 935 mm-hmm. in his game um which was detroit i want to say was that the was it the uh detroit he beat game? dallas he beat da- oh that's right yeah the way one in a row.
1: back in the in the beginning of the season when we were hyped yeah, off that fourth four win game, in a row four game win right streak, before yeah. that
0: seven game losing streak mm-hmm. and then yeah and then and then our boy heaven our boy our boy mando um, the Mandalorian. 916 through 3, which, like, small sample size, but, like...
1: Yeah, and he got no help in that Calgary game, too, so his oh, save nine. percentage was way better after the first two games that he played.
0: Yeah. So, all that to say, um, yeah, Talbot has played like shit and mm-hmm. uh, is very low on the list of a lot of goalies that have played for the Sens this year.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I wish that... Carolina had a day off after his AHL debut so they could just start him today because I w- I bet that they would have if um if he w- it right. wouldn't be forcing him to play back to back but his uh, Do
0: they do they throw him at Carolina? Is that what they do? Oh
1: boy. I personally I wouldn't do that. I think you just uh feed Talbot to the Wolves in that game. Just leave him in there. We'll see if maybe he can uh, redeem himself a little bit but um I don't think I don't think you want to put a goalie's first NHL game against Carolina.
0: That's rough. I mean like so So what's the move here? Do they just hope that Sogard isn't hurt? Because it's basically all killers left that the Sens have to play, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's tough. So what do you do with with, with this guy? Because you don't want to call him up and not play him. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like so Carolina, Florida, Tampa, Carolina again, and then Buffalo... Put him in for the last game? If, maybe if, the if last no game of the was, season.
1: I wouldn't yeah, be I opposed know. to that. that. But you're right. That's the thing is, if you're going to get Maryland in a game today, it made the most sense. But I do think uh, it wouldn't have made sense to put him back-to-back, playing in two different leagues. That would have been really tough yeah. on him.
0: Yeah, because he just had the shutout last night, right? So Yeah, yeah. But, He's probably exhausted. Uh,
1: I do hope we see him in a game this year. But yeah, it would be tough to uh, put him against any of those teams, other than maybe Buffalo at the end of the season. Because I think it's likely... That well, the Sens are gonna be eliminated before that game, and I think Buffalo probably will too. Like that will be probably a game with no stakes for Buffalo as well. I think. Yeah. At this point, and like he... I,
0: I, don't think like one bad game would kill the dude's confidence. He knows how incredible he's been. Yeah. In Finland, and he has a shutout in the AHL now. Mm-hmm. But like, I'd hate to put him in for like a five nothing like the and and with no defense left on the team. Like oh, he, God. whoever you put in that is gonna get no help at all for mm-hmm. the rest of the way here. So I, I think don't, I don't know if there's like a, a, a good way of giving him a game. I think the move is that
1: you hope that one of Mandelizi, uh Ferguson or Sogard is able to at least back up uh for a week or so here and you send Marilyn back down to get more games in Belleville. Uh right. Because with all three of those goalies that I just mentioned, I feel like at least one of them just has to be a really minor injury that they can hopefully be back soon. Uh, And I think Sogard's might have been illness, they said. So if he just has, like, a stomach bug or something like that, maybe he'll be back quickly. Oh, yeah,
0: if he was just just puking it up in the second intermission, like, Mm -hmm. that's rough. Yeah,
1: and you mentioned the Sens having no defense. I totally forgot, uh, as we've been talking so far, about freaking Sanderson getting absolutely... Smoked in the face with a puck, and I can't believe he came back to the game to be honest. And you, we saw how absolutely bloated his lips were, and the uh, mega yeah. uh, cut on the side of his mouth as well. That's that's some the straight uh, out of goon, yeah. That's some serious warrior shit right there. That he actually came back to this game, I was not expecting to see him return, and I was worried that we were going to have to cover the last few games of the season without any Jake Sanderson, Shabbat, or Chicken, and that would have been absolute hell. That would have been uh, Eric Brandstrom, number 1D, which I love that for him, but not what we want oh, to for see sure. ideally.
0: I, I was going to say, actually, I had this thought during the game... Um, on um, i don't i don't know what period it was and maybe maybe it had to do with the fact that the second maybe it was during the second period and because that period was just so painfully boring i had this thought but i was watching him fly around the ice and i was like man eric brandstrom is like the perfect candidate of like a guy who would suddenly turn into an incredible player on like an expansion team that was going mm-hmm. to suck yeah. you know like he's a perfect candidate of like oh he can score 35 points you know like he really would I think he would I don't know if he'd be great in like a number one role in a playoff caliber team but like it'd be a lot of fun to watch him with like you know 20 plus minutes a night on just a team that's like just do whatever the hell you want to do and, and here's all the power play time in the world that um, uh, he did look good at points tonight like he was yeah. flying on a couple shifts
1: he had a great assist on that Gambrell goal which uh oh do, my god do we even bother no. talking about Gambrell briefly being in the top six <laughs>
0: Yeah, like okay, it's stupid, but DJ was right this time. Hey, um, I'll say this: you you
1: could say that he's right because Gambrel scored, but I think he took Gambrel off of that line before the first period even ended, and he didn't go back on it. So I don't know. Makes sense. It's a little weird. Like Gambrel scored great pass. Yeah, great he pass from so early in it. the game. Scored four minutes into the game, and then it was off off the second line pretty quickly. So that that was really this, weird.
0: The whole other point, too, is I don't know why anyone would be listening to this if they hadn't watched the game um, or if they hadn't watched highlights, but if anyone doesn't know, three of the first four shots went in in yeah. this game. Goofy um, Which period. is like... Like it's the dumbest. It went from being the most chaotic first period to the most boring mm-hmm. second period. I think I I it's up there for the most boring period of hockey I've ever watched.
1: Definitely. And the third period was horrible too, until uh I mean until Jenner scored. Obviously, that's horrible for us, but literally nothing was happening until that point as well. Yeah.
0: Such a boring game. And like, even I mean the Leafs game was boring and like call me biased if you want, but like I was talking to. I was saying to on the show last night, um, and 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 Austin, who's a Leafs fan, agreed with me that like even as a Leafs fan, that game was just boring.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it was just a really boring game. And then the Philly game. I mean, the Philly game was chaotic but upsetting. So like, what's worse, upsetting or boring? So yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I I did say. Um, was it the game i think it was the last game before philly which game was that was that oh my memory is so bad how can i not remember uh, it's really this is really bad this is embarrassing i just did the show by myself um <laughs> oh, uh, florida, it was the florida, florida game. I was at that game the florida yes. game i said on the show after the florida game there's only there's only like eight games left and sure there you know you could be upset about missing the playoffs you can find some anxiety and like oh are they going to make it will they won't they but I said on the show, I'm just going to enjoy these last eight games and try and do my best to pull nothing but the positives out mm-hmm. because the offseason is long. And by two weeks following the playoffs, I'm going to miss hockey. I need to just pull out the good and just enjoy these last couple of weeks of sense hockey that we have. And the next three games have been such stinkers. I Like, I'm trying my best to to just enjoy it, but, like, that's three games in a row where I was like, can this just fucking end, please?
1: Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree with you about trying to just pull out all the positives for these last few games as we're basically eliminated from the playoff race. Uh, not mathematically yeah. at this point, but we're pretty much screwed. I agree with trying yeah. to draw the positives at this point, but it was pretty much impossible to do that tonight, like... No one, no one looked good other than, like, Branch Sherman-Sanderson. Like, I think the defense was pretty good overall. They didn't allow too many high-danger chances to Columbus. Uh, as far as I can tell, I don't right. have the stats in front of me. But, like, in terms of the forwards, I think pretty much everyone sucked except for the players who scored. Like, we just yeah. didn't generate enough offense. So Like, you lose to freaking John Gillies, who has 878 save percentage in the AHL this year. Like, Jesus. Couldn't even beat so that guy. So high,
0: high-danger chances, 5-on-5, five were five eight each. Okay. Um, which, like, you know what? With yeah, how 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 just torn apart the Senate's defense is. Fine, mm-hmm. but then it's like you got eight high danger chances against Columbus, who has yeah. also a ton of injuries. Columbus like... has
1: had by far the most injuries this year. I'm pretty sure. Maybe Montreal might be up there too. It's probably those are probably the top two. But Columbus yeah. is just as injured. Uh if not more than Ottawa, so we don't even really have that we had that as an excuse yesterday against the Leafs, uh missing our top defenseman, but not today The excuse doesn't work today no,
0: and uh, uh in all situations, high danger chances were nine to eight for Columbus, so ooh,
1: they got that extra one in there,
0: yeah. But yeah, Uh, that's a bad look. That's a bad look.
1: Yeah. Speaking of how Columbus has been so injured, I want to, uh, before we wrap up, do that uh, little game I mentioned at the beginning of you trying to guess who is the real players and who is the fake players. Um, Sure. I have my list written out here and uh, I'm going to embarrass myself (laughs) just as a disclaimer. This is not to like diss any of the Columbus players or anything like that. It's all. Awesome that they're in the national hockey league they're awesome players but it's just uh i like the perspective of the completely just random guys that you see when your team is tanking because we saw a bunch of this uh as Sens fans over the last few years just guys who you would not really expect to be cracking an nhl roster or guys yeah. who aren't super top prospects but and yet they get games so it's yeah. uh like, or guys... I, think, I think
0: a fair way to put it is like if this were game over columbus would we be mad that they didn't know who Tyler Clevin was? Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, like as hyped as he's been for the Sens just this season, like outside of Sens fandom, nobody knows who that is. Mm-hmm. It's true. So,
1: so uh, we've just got about five minutes left here, so I'll try to get this done quickly. But uh, do you want me okay. to just go through I'm the whole? Myself. You want me to go through the whole list and then you try to pick them out.
0: Sure. So, do you want to say a name and I'll be, like, real or fake?
1: Okay, we'll do it that way. That makes more sense. It's, yeah. uh... I have 11 names and three of them are fake, okay?
0: Three? Okay, okay.
1: So, first guy is Billy Sweezy.
0: That's a real dude.
1: Okay, you saw him tonight?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to know the first names. If you change first names, then I'm fucked. But last names, okay, I, I'll, be, I'll be okay.
1: The the ones that are fake, they don't take from a real player on the team's name. Okay, so, okay, okay. Um, yeah. Then... The second guy is Yuna Luoto.
0: That is way too specific. You did not make that up. That's a real dude. That's fair. That's a real guy. That's a real guy.
1: And then Jonathan Doan.
0: Oh, that rides the line of like, so... hmm. How do you spell Doan?
1: Uh, D-O-A-N.
0: Like Shane? Yeah. Ah. Nah, you made that guy up.
1: Ah, you got me there.
0: I tried to be a little tricky. I was like, how, like, how many dones can there be? Because, like, there's... I don't, I, the yeah, known, like, I tried to be tricky because by,
1: Shane Doan's son is drafted by the Coyotes, and I think it's Josh yeah. Doan, so I tried to be sneaky with that one. Uh, Tim Burney.
0: Oh, that's tough.
1: <laughs> that's a tough one.
0: That's fake.
1: He is real. He played tonight. I'm I know, right? Sure. Okay, this guy, no This guy has played fifty-two games in the season. He has one goal, zero assists, and minus twenty-one.
0: Uh, you know, Dylan Gambrell rules.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? Um, so no hate to Tim Bernie, but yeah. Uh, and then we have Josh Dunn, which Dunn is spelled D-U-N-N-E, with an E on the
0: end. That's too. That's 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 real. You think that's, that's too real. specific?
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, he's real. Uh, what about Jonas Alto?
0: to give I'm, I'm gonna give you that one that you made that up
1: oh you think I was trying to be yeah it, it is fake, okay, okay but I was sweet, trying to, nice. I was trying to okay. be sneaky with that one and do that's like, a good one yeah. that's a good one what about uh Hunter McCowan
0: no there's no there's a bunch of really obscure hockey players with the first name hunter that's a real dude yeah yeah
1: that That's a too specific uh, first name, but it is. If I came up with Hunter as a fake name, I feel like that would be a sneaky one.
0: Oh, you, you get me with that 100%. Mm-hmm. If someone says Hunter in, insert name here, that's a hockey player. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, Then we have Marcus Bjork.
0: He's a defenseman.
1: You are correct about that. Yes, yeah. he uh, yeah. <laughs> he has actually been a pretty decent player for the Jackets this year from what I've seen. Um. But he has kind of a funny name, so I thought that maybe I could yeah. s- fool you with that one. one. Uh what about Justin Richards?
0: Oh. That's tough. I'm gonna uh <laughs> that's a that's a fake one.
1: He believe it or not is real, and I had no idea who this guy was oh. until I saw his name on the stat sheet yesterday. Like I said that Columbus is my second team, and I didn't even know who this guy was. Same with uh what was it? Yuna Luotu, who is a real guy. I didn't even know he existed. And I follow Columbus as my second team. Um and then we're almost out of time here, but two more. One is real, one is fake. You have Michael Robertson okay. and Jake Christensen.
0: Oh, two sons. Um Christensen's real.
1: Yes, that is correct. You got that one.
0: Yes. Also, I don't know if you just before we got, we got. I don't know if I can get this in mm-hmm. right before the end of the show. I don't think we am going to be able to. Go for, it, but, go for uh, it. Player for Columbus was hurt, and he had the greatest name of all time. There it is, Trey Fix Wolanski. Yes, um, yeah, he didn't overslept. Play tonight, but... and was sent down. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he overslept and was sent. Trey Fix Wolanski. That's a badass name. Oh, great name. Great name. All right, so... So Shout out to Trey.
1: Yeah, shout out to Trey. And shout out to all the obscure Columbus players who played tonight. I hope that they all uh, continue to have good NHL careers. I hope that uh, I remember these guys' names in the future. Um, But that is where we're going to wrap it up for tonight. Uh, Very sad result for the Sens. Um, Be sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed. And uh, we also have, I should mention last minute, we have a Game Over Wrestlemania uh, hosted by Fouad from Game Over Toronto. So go check that out if you're interested in wrestling as well. I believe that should be starting uh, in the next couple hours. I don't know the exact time. Sorry, but uh, had to plug that quickly. And um, uh, you'll be back hosting the next game, right, Charlie?
0: Yeah, I'll be back on Tuesday with Travis Yost.
1: All right. Sounds good. Uh, everyone, have a Good night.